everyone, Jace here. Rhea and I wanted to let everyone know that in this episode, we do cover themes of parental neglect and abuse. So listener discretion is advised. Welcome to this week's episode of Do You Still Like Me, a podcast for the unhinged by the unhinged. My name is Jace. And my name is Ree. How have you been this week, Jace? It's been a while. It, uh, it's, it's been about, been a, about week. a week. <laughs> um, <laughs> some weeks seem longer than others. Oh, I've been good. Been good. Um, kind of average, I guess. Just, uh, just sailing the calm waters of uh, monotony. Uh, hoping to avoid the waves of uncertainty. How have you been? <laughs> I love that. Uh, give me a sailing <laughs> metaphor anytime, baby. <laughs> I realized halfway through that metaphor that I'm afraid of the ocean and of boats. So I was like, uh, where, where is this going? <laughs> it's like, are you sure you're actually okay? Or are you projecting a little bit here? Are you sure? <laughs> are you absolutely me? sure you're okay? Oh, no. Um, <laughs> Me. Well, uh, me, how have I been this week? Usually, usually I'll never pass up an opportunity to talk about myself. It's been a tough one. Um, right Mm. before we pressed record on this, I think we were both saying that this week has seemed really long, even though it's not. Yes. Um, because of the whole long weekend and all that, this is like my last day at work for the week. It's Thursday. We're recording this on Thursday, the 1st of April. Uh, no April Fool's jokes here. April Fool's. (laughs) Uh, I'm actually straight. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> I'm coming out as straight. Ew. On the first of So April. everyone, unfortunately, um. <laughs> uh, we haven't hit the double digits of the podcast. I'm going to have to say goodbye to Ree. Uh, unfortunately, we cannot continue. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. But yeah, it's been a really long, weird week. I have fully regressed back into my emo face. And look. I never 100% left. Mm. Not really. Um, you know, I've always... Like, my, my, my day-to-day wardrobe tends to be a lot of dark colours. I tend to do a lot of um, fun things with my hair and my makeup. I have a lot of piercings and tattoos. But this week has really seen me, like, throw back. Really throw back. Basically, all I've been listening to is... Uh, my Chemical Romance and The Used, <laughs> which oh. to be f- <laughs> to be fair is the shit that I listened to when you and I first met. So yes. this this isn't too odd for you, but I have really really been regressing backwards. I'm at the stage where I am like just sitting there lovingly looking at Gerard Way's Instagram, um, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> just that kind of shit. I'm finding it very comforting. <laughs> Do you remember when my ex, one of my exes, um, Macca's mm-hmm. ex, took mm. me to, he bought tickets to go and see My Chemical Romance, Jimmy Eat World, and oh God, who else? I can't remember. Was who it, else Green, it Day? Was. Green Day? Green Day, yes. Mm. It was Green Day. He bought two tickets to that. He gave me mm-hmm. a ticket, and yeah. then I ended up buying you a My Chemical Romance t shirt. And mm-hmm. then uh, when we broke up, he told me that he wanted me to pay him back for the ticket. And I was like, dude, I want to go. This. I remember this. Oh. And fuck that guy. What you should have done is you should have just given me the ticket in the first place. I know. But 
And then he bought the he shows up. He had the tickets. He, sh- he shows up and then out of nowhere, it's just like, hi. And he's like, what the fuck are you doing here? And I'm like, well, you know, Jason really want to come. But like, I am my chemical <laughs> romance as big as fan. So we're going to have the best night. Um, <laughs> you were so mad at me because I, I didn't was, like my chemical romance I or Green Day. I was so angry because they were like two of my favorite bands at the time i've soured somewhat on green day um given the Mm -hmm. fact that like they're not boomers i know they're not boomers i think they're they act like boomers but they act like boomers and i'm just like they've got older boomer like like please Please just tone it down. Tone it down. I had to get you a shirt from that because I knew how badly you wanted to be you there. Did. So you did. I now own God. I don't know how many My Chemical Romance shirts. Um, my collection of band shirts is honestly staggering at this point. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of MCR in there, but I very much have been. I think almost as a way to deal with how stressful things have been right now. I've regressed. So I've been listening to that kind of shit. I've even like branched out into some of the emo shit that I didn't actually listen to in high school. I was like, no, I'm too cool for that particular band. (laughs) But now I'm listening to them. For example, it is the year 2021 and I am nearly 29 years old and I've only just gotten into Pierce the Veil and I actually really like them. (laughs) Oh. Like this is, oh, buddy. Like people listening to this, if anyone is another elder emo uh, please reach out to me. Elder Emo. I, I mean, I am at this point. There's a lot of... Um, you can start a little support group. <laughs> there's a lot of Gen Z emos and they they love... Zemos. Zemos. I love that. They love the, um, the kind of shit that I like. Like, you know, I get a lot of shit on Instagram mm-hmm. and on TikTok. It gets recommended to me. And I'm like, cool. It's really nice mm. to see that the teens and the early 20s are like still into this kind of shit. But I'm feeling... Getting into the classics. Yeah, the, the <laughs> classics. Oh, God, that makes me feel so old. <laughs> Did you see that screenshot that's been going around for the last couple of years where it's a, a screenshot of um, a Simple Plan music video and the comments are like, man, I was oh born in the wrong era. I wish I was born. Oh. <laughs> I wish I was around then. I'm like, oh, my God, that makes me want to die. Simple plan it's funny you mentioned them because they were kind of oh no they were the first pop punk band that i got into like quite seriously i love simple plan still to this day they were like before my chemical romance they were like my all-time like oh my god these these guys are my favorite like i loved simple plan so much Mm -hmm. and then (laughs) um so i was like just starting to you know wear the eyeliner can i guess who your favorite was can i guess who your favorite oh oh go on go on i want to know because you're gonna get it wrong David. No, it wasn't David. Chuck. No. <laughs> Seb. Yes. <laughs> I it love Seb. Seb. He's so cute. It was Seb. It was Seb. I feel like people listening to this, if they weren't into the pop punk scene in the 2000s, they're going to have no fucking idea what we're talking about. You're going to have to put a picture of... Well, that's what the visual guide yeah, is Yeah, I was going to say, you're going to have to put a yeah. picture of Simple Plan in the listening guide from roughly like 2004, 2005. Yeah. Um, but they were like kind of my little gateway into it. And then mm-hmm. I remember one weekend I was at my dad's house. So my mom and my dad are divorced. They've been divorced. Well, actually, no, they're not divorced. I shouldn't say that. They're not technically divorced. My parents are still technically married, but they've been separated since I was nine years old. I will be 29 this year. 
just for reference there. That's how long my parents have been split up. Yeah, I think I met your dad maybe three times. Yeah, yeah. And I met your mum like 700 times. (laughs) (laughs) You can basically call my mum family at this point. She always asks about you. But I I used to have to go. (laughs) She loves you too. I used to have to go to my dad's every second weekend um, up until I was 18. And again, because my parents weren't legally divorced, this was all stuff that they arranged amongst themselves. I had no say in it. I hated it. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to do it. I just wanted to hang out with my mom all the time. But begrudgingly, I went to my dad's every second weekend. I was a grumpy little teenager. Like I was the shittiest 14-year-old, 15-year-old <laughs> ever. And I remember one of the cool things about my dad's house is that I had a little TV in my room. Um, Mm -hmm. my dad lived with my grandparents, so I was staying in one of the spare rooms whenever I was over there. And there was this tiny little CRT TV. It had antennas coming out of it. It had the fat back, the curved screen, everything. It was like, I could probably, it was maybe like three kilos. It was this tiny little thing. And because I was there on a weekend and I would always wake up early because the sun would come in through that window there. I'd wake up early. I'd be like, cool. All right, video hits. Bang it on. <laughs> that was my Saturday morning every time I was at my dad's house. And I remember it would have been maybe 2005, 2006, probably 2005 actually, um, just going by the timeline of when it was released. And I was watching video hits and the music video for Helena by My Chemical Romance mm. came on. And I tell you, that day, <laughs> that day, my life changed a goth was born it changed my entire life and there has never been a band that has had such a profound impact on me as mcr Mm -hmm. and like i feel like at some point i'll go a lot deeper into this but it was kind of Mm -hmm. the moment where as people with bpd we struggle a lot with identity right Yes, absolutely. Yeah, this was very much a big moment where I saw this and I was like, oh, and it clicked. Like in my head, Mm -hmm. the pieces fell into place and I was like, this is me. This is what I like. This is who I am. And ever since then, that's kind of how I've been. Other than a couple of like brief periods in my like late teens and early 20s where I was kind of like a Tumblr hipster. We won't talk about that. That was a horrible time (laughs) in my life and I'm not going back. But basically ever since that fateful day in about 2005, I was like, oh yeah, okay. Yeah, I'm an emo. That's what I am. I definitely associate MCR with you. Whenever I see my chemical romance or hear them, I'm like, re. Oh, that's very sweet. Thank you. That I, I like that that's an association that you have. But that was very much a day where I was like, okay, cool. Yeah, this is something that I like and this is a place where I fit. Mm-hmm. Uh, so lately, you know, like I've never really stopped listening to them and listening to the other sort of bands that I listened to in that period of time. Um, I'm very fond of a lot of them. But this has probably been the period in which I have gotten way back into them. 
in comparison mm-hmm. to what I was before. It was very casual before. Like if they came up on Spotify and Shuffle, I was like, oh yeah, fuck yeah, I love this song. But now I'm just like, no, I need to listen to The Used every single fucking day. I need to listen <laughs> to My Chemical Romance every single fucking day. I need to listen to From First to Last every day or I will die. <laughs> I will die if I do not listen to Paramore right fucking now. <laughs> and I really think think it's because this kind of shit is comforting yeah um mate when i tell you i've had a tough time lately the yeah. past i'm gonna say maybe month has been the worst mm-hmm. i got dumped i started a new job that seemed like it was gonna be really good and it's actually turned out to be really stressful mm-hmm. uh the whole jury duty thing and then also something that happened to me over the weekend is my card got skimmed So that's fun. All of my money got stolen. So I'm currently living off some bits and bobs that people have sent to my PayPal. Thank you very much, all of my Twitter followers. You are lovely. I don't deserve you. Yes, you do. Uh, Thank you for making sure that I can actually eat this week. (laughs) But yeah, so it's been extremely stressful times. And I think in times like that, it's very easy for us to regress into media that we find comforting. And exactly. Yeah, and I, I, this, this, like, I feel like people that are neurotypical do this as well, but I feel like it yeah. is especially prevalent in the neurodivergent community. So I very much regressed. And another thing that I think has possibly made me regress a little bit, and this happens every single year, several times a year, is the fact that it is basically Easter right now, and family yes. holidays make me <laughs> regress so much it is yeah ridiculous it is so much but I feel like this is a nice little moment to kind of announce the fact that we are doing a semi-themed this episode yes this is our first themed episode (laughs) we'll see how much we can milk out of it I mean I know that um we've gotten a few uh listener submissions we love you all very much um and we're very very thankful that people will take the time out of their day to message us bullshit that we can say on air I love it (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, it's very much one of those times. A holiday will roll around and I will need to at least talk to my family, if not see my family. And the regression is severe. Mm -hmm. Now, your family situation, you don't really live near much of your family, do you? I don't live near any of my family. They all live in Sydney. Um, Yeah. And it's just little old me and the family that I have created up here in Queensland. So I don't really have Mm -hmm. the same um, feelings now around holidays as you have because I only have to see Michael's family and that's fine because I don't have any uh, history with them and they're all really cool. So that's fine. You didn't grow up with them. No. So I don't have the same um, sort of what do I call it it's different is all are I'll you say. about to say traums I felt like you were gonna say uh, traums there people <laughs> love traums traums I gotta say, you know what people traums do love traums I've had the nation <laughs> traums has actually taken off um so you have that in that regard I I'm a little old Sydney old Sydney town where I was born and raised and where the great majority of at least my mother's side of the family is here up until our most recent Christmas. Um, basically, all of my mum's side of the family was here. Uh, my mm-hmm. beautiful mother, Wendy, and my stepfather, John, who 
basically any time you hear me refer to my parents, I'm referring to those two. Mm-hmm. Uh, they currently live in a van <laughs> and they are driving around the country and doing whatever the fuck they want, which I love for them. That's amazing. Yeah, all your mum's Facebook posts are so cute. She's living life <laughs> and absolutely loving it. She's having the best time. Like she's taking all these she's photos. She's like zooming this- around on oh, four wheelers. and Yeah. She's like fishing and taking all of these beautiful photos and drinking wine in the Hunter Valley. And I think they're currently in <laughs> South Australia in one country. And I'm like, look, I know my mother. You know my mother. A lot of people that follow me on Twitter <laughs> will know a lot about my mother. Wendy in wine country, match made in heaven. That is where she belongs. This is like an extreme version of a pub crawl. She's going straight to the source. <laughs> She's just going to go around to all the wineries around Australia. <laughs> I've actually said to her, every time we've been on the phone, I'm like, are you getting me souvenirs? And she's like, what kind of souvenirs do you want? I'm like, get me tacky keychains and fridge magnets, yep. please. I want the the tackier, mm-hmm. the better. I want a mug, Wendy. Oh, The more like shitty Australiana that you can get Mm -hmm. I want that so much but I do miss my mother a lot we're very close and holidays are a little bit different now that she's not around but for the majority of my life I would spend things like Christmas and Easter and birthdays I would spend them with my mother and sometimes with our extended family on my mother's side as well Um, because they're all in Sydney my father's family They're all up in Queensland, uh, which gives me a good excuse to come up to Queensland and see you, which I will be doing at some point this year. (laughs) Like that is definitely happening. Um, But yeah, and with the family holidays and just holidays in general comes a lot of feelings of stress, Mm -hmm. a lot of feelings of not being good enough. Yeah, inadequacy. Yeah, inadequacy. Shane, who is my younger brother, Uh, I'm 29 this year, which means Shane will be 25, which blows my mind because in my brain, he he will not. No, he's going to be 25. My brain, he's 12. He's eight. Yeah. He's eight years old. He's a baby. Um, so Shane and I, when you look at my generation in my family, both sides of my family, both my father's and my mother's, we are kind of the black sheep in this regard, in the regard of kind of like how everyone's doing normalcy we're the neurodivergent Mm. ones basically shane has rather severe anxiety and he gets um some pretty bad agoraphobia and insomnia as well i've mentioned before that insomnia runs Mm -hmm. in my family it's a great time for everyone yes um so christmases are a big thing where shane and i will be at christmas with you know my auntie and my cousins and my cousins are all in their 30s and married and they have children and they went to uni and they have good jobs and shane and i are sitting there like we're alive i survived this year Mm. shane deals with it by getting shy Mm -hmm. i deal with it by getting drunk yeah that's kind of how we've always dealt with it and i say that and i currently have a nice little glass of semillon sauvignon blanc in my hand uh i'm drinking this Mm -hmm. in tribute to wendy because it is her favorite wine Uh, so on your mum on your wendy (laughs) i thought if i was going to be talking about family holidays i should be drinking the wine that my mother drinks every Christmas and when I say every Christmas I mean every day because every day is Christmas for Wendy she's living her best life decidedly I'm not 
So I'm trying to bring some of that energy to my own life. (laughs) You mentioned that you and your brother Mm -hmm. feel like the odd ones out of the family. So much. I also kind of felt that way, but it was never actually based on truth. It was always Gabby saying, oh, your grandma doesn't, you know, your grandma and grandpa care more about your cousins than they do about you. They care more about your auntie than they care about me. They care, you know, so it was always Gabby sort of putting it, like telling us Mm. that everyone else didn't love us as much as they loved the other members of the family. And that was, I was very hard to kind of grow up with. And I can see it now that looking back, I can see that that's absolute bullshit. And I always didn't really, it's not, I didn't believe it, but it's very hard when your mother is telling you, your parents are supposed to be the ones that are always there for you, sticking up for you. And she was always saying, oh, it's just, it's disgusting how they care more about your cousins than they care about you. It's horrible that they'll always give better presents to your cousins and spend more time with your cousins. And they're always babysitting your cousins and they won't do the same for you. And I know that she was taking that on because she didn't feel good enough, but oh yeah, to she put was a hundred percent spinning that. Really fucking sucks. No, it's <laughs> so the worst. I also had a little bit of a weird um, outcast kind of feeling. Yeah, but it wasn't because my family was outcasting me mm. or saw me and my brother as less than. Mm. It was literally just because that's what I was being fed. <laughs> I don't think my family ever intentionally outcast me and my brother. And it's the same thing on my dad's side of the family too, because my cousins on my dad's side of the family are also neurotypical, went to uni. They're both teachers. They're both married, I think. At least the oldest one is married. Mm. They haven't got kids, but kids are probably going to happen because it's very much that kind of mm. thing that they're doing. And my family has never intentionally made me feel bad. They know that I have uh, issues, to say the least. (laughs) They know that there's some shit going on, even if they're not close enough family to know exactly what it is. They know there's something going on there. But even unintentionally, there will be things. There'll just be like little looks and comments when I'm talking about what's going on in my life. And I know that they don't mean it. I know that I am loved. And I know that you are also very loved by your family. We're excluding Mm -hmm. Gabby here. Gabby doesn't count. Whatever. (laughs) Fuck Gabby. Yeah, we said my family. (laughs) Exactly. Um, And it's one of those cases where I think a lot of neurodivergent people with neurotypical families, there are definitely instances where the family will actively be like, what the fuck? Like, why aren't you like us? But even the unintentional stuff can hurt. You can have a family that is so loving and they're trying to understand, but because they live such typical lives that are, you know, seen as quote unquote normal by wider society, Mm -hmm. it's hard for them to kind of understand what we're going through. Yeah. And um, nothing exemplified that to me as much as my most recent Christmas. So I did say that I would talk about some holiday stuff on the pod. This one is a little bit heavy. No, this one's heavy. This isn't, this isn't funny at all. So I'm apologizing in advance. So my most recent Christmas, uh, we decided to have it a little bit early. It was in late November because again, as I mentioned before, my parents, they're off on their little van trip around the country. Mm -hmm. Um, So we had it at my auntie's house as we usually do. We had a little bit early. (sighs) Shane and I got into a very big argument 
with a few of my family members present that basically boiled down to just us arguing over our various neurodivergencies. And it got to the point where he said some very harsh things to me. Mm -hmm. I also said some fairly harsh things to him. But it did get to the point where he basically said to me, like, oh, I don't think, I I think you're just faking your BPD shit for attention. I'm just like, (laughs) excuse me, sir. Um, You don't understand what, BPD is needing attention. attention. thing. So. Like, our whole thing is we need attention. uh, (laughs) It's working. (laughs) Our whole, well, like, yeah. A big chunk of our thing is that we need attention. So anyway. We had a very big falling out. We've since patched it up. Uh, it took us literally a couple of months to patch it up. But um, we both got very heavily into our separate shit mm-hmm. and our family was just kind of watching it. And I don't think they had ever really seen us both mm. let ourselves go. Like we were fully open about our shit that was going on with us and I don't think that my wider family has ever really been exposed to that before my mother certainly mum mm-hmm. knows everything mum knows what's going on mum has been to me been with me to the hospital when I have mm-hmm. not really wanted to be around anymore that kind of thing she's seen all of that but my wider family hasn't seen it get to that point and I think it was a very eye-opening experience for everyone just to see me and my brother sitting there being like, well, this and well, that. And they're sitting there like, wait, 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 what? Mm. That's what they, that's what's happening? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Um, It was big. It was big and it wasn't pleasant. And, you know, I, I even feel a little bit bad talking about it now because, you know, this is supposed to be a podcast where we say funny things. But at the end of the day... A lot of my humor is derived from the fact that, unfortunately, my brain was put in my head wrong. <laughs> um, so I can I can sit here and I can make jokes all day. And I want to do that. I want to do this as a thing that makes people laugh. But also, I can't deny the fact that there is some pretty heavy shit that I've been through. And that makes me... You got the traums. I got the traums. And that makes me who I am. And like... Maybe one day I'd like to know who I am without it. But Mm. at this point in my life, it affects me heavily Mm -hmm. every single day. And family shit is stressful as hell. It is so hard to just be like, yeah, um, I, you know, I drink too much and I have trouble keeping a job and I can have up to like, you know, six or seven boyfriends in a year because I can't keep a serious relationship going. It's not pleasant. Mm -hmm. As much as I love myself and as much as I want to uplift myself and other neurodivergent people, it's kind of hard to sit there and be like, yeah, I'm the the family fuck up compared to you guys. It's a really stressful, (laughs) stressful time. It's really hard going back to something that you've been removed from as well, like when, when you're a kid, you see your family a lot more mm. regularly yes. than you do when you're an adult, an adult, either by choice or just by circumstance. And I think especially for me, moving up to Queensland, I only get to go back and see my extended family once every couple of years. Yeah. I went back for Christmas a couple of Christmases ago. And even though I know my family loves me, I'm Chilean and our whole thing is massive family get-togethers like like 
just absolutely pack everyone into the backyard and everyone's eating and everyone's dancing and we've got the Chilean music going and you don't leave and you don't leave at Christmas Eve before midnight and everyone's you know loud and it's it's a huge huge event like every time we get together and going back to that after being away so long I know that my family loves me the same all of them still love me the same but at the same time it's like have I changed so much that now there's not going to be that connection anymore with my family um going back it can be very awkward and it's not anyone's fault it's just it's like leaving it's like when you don't participate in a group chat for a really long time and you feel like you can't go back in and say something yes it's that's very, a really good example hard. actually like that's that's a really good way to kind <laughs> of um like get it across definitely that's what it feels like no I really feel that and yeah I feel like um, you do have kind of an extra level to it there because your family is not white. Like you guys, <laughs> I can't even say anything on like what the cultural differences would be there. Mm. You, I feel like you guys have much bigger family gatherings. We do. <laughs> like, that, like huge families. Oh, massive. My family is fairly... You've been to some, right? I... <laughs> You've been to some of my family gatherings. I came to your 21st. Uh, do you remember that night? That was, you know, my 21st. Do you remember that night, Yes, Chase? I was pregnant. Of course I remember that night. <laughs> I wasn't drunk. I was pregnant. Yeah. That was I, a small thing I compared was a little, to. I was a little drunk. I was a little drunk and I'm really sorry that I... <laughs> I wasn't. I'm really sorry that I flirted with your cousin so much. That's... I'm you really look, sorry. It's in the past. I had blocked it from my mind and now I'm going to work really hard to block it again. Okay. Uh, well, I, wa- <laughs> well I won't tell you the rest of that story then because that's going to take even more blocking. Did you hook up with my cousin? Have I never told you? Re. Oh my God! <laughs> I think we're going to need a mediator in here. <gasps> oh my God. I never told you this, did I? Fuck. <laughs> I can't believe you never told me. I think I was scared. <laughs> okay. I don't understand why you would be scared to tell me this. Uh, maybe because you sound terrifying right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, look, maybe I hooked up with your cousin a little bit. Not oh that God. day, like a different day. But oh my god! <laughs> anyway, I could have swore I told you. Oh my god! <laughs> it's probably another thing that I've blocked out. No, I I'm almost certain that I told you. I'm pretty sure that we both just forgot because again, the traums on this podcast it's a recurring theme. The traums, the wet handbrain, the memory, it's a sieve. It, it's basically a black hole. I am almost certain that I told you at some point that I hooked up with that cousin of yours. I know um, that you guys were flirting. Anyway. <laughs> I know you had a little like back and forth going on, but it... Yeah, we exchanged numbers. Yes, I knew that. Yeah, and then like a couple weeks <sighs> later, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> oh my God. This is the same cousin that when he was like, five years old he bit me so hard on the back that I was bleeding well what a cunt (laughs) this was I can't even remember this was legit 10 years ago I honestly I'm shocked at the fact that 
we both completely forgot about this. Oh my God. I think I do recall you saying something. It's kind of... But I'm pretty sure I told you. It's slowly coming <laughs> back to me and I oh really wish God. it wasn't. <laughs> oh my God. I... Wow. Oh my God. But yeah, no, I've, I've been to one of your family gatherings before. And that, but that was, um, that was a smaller one. The white side of the family yeah. as well. It was yeah. tiny. Yeah. That was when my uncle went around telling everyone that he was dying. Oh my God. Um, yes. And then he lived for like another six years. Good on your uncle. No, he should have died earlier. <laughs> opinion if no come on he has been telling me that he was dying since I can far back as I can remember and he used to try and force like hugs and kisses out of me by being like oh I might be dead soon you don't know how long I've got left and I remember being like maybe 10 Mally's age and him saying that to me like you know come on give me a hug I'm 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 dying I might be dead soon and then me just screaming in his face then die then and and (laughs) running away (laughs) oh my god oh my god I hope your kids are that um me too I hope your kids are that, like, firm with their boundaries. Me too. I love that, personally. They're pretty great like that. Yeah, they are. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm actually dying right now at the fact that we both completely blocked this from our minds <laughs> that I that I hooked up with your cousin. Um, anyway, welcome to having a 15-year-long friendship. <laughs> Shit happens. Someone at some point is going to hook up with someone's cousin and it just can't be helped. Someone at some point is going to hook up with someone's cousin. And, like, all of my cousins are married. Like I said, they're all boring. They have babies and shit. Like, ugh, boring. Um, Thanks. So, of course. <laughs> hey, they're boring. <laughs> not you. Not Thanks. you. But, yeah, you know, it was going to happen at some point. Someone was going to fuck someone's cousin. Like, it was just going <laughs> to happen. Anyway. Family holidays. Let's talk about that. <laughs> I'm trying so hard to get away from this because I don't want to think about it. I just, I am so mortified right okay. now that this has come back I have, up. Um, would you like me so to? I Yeah, I was going to say, we did put the call out on social media to be like, we hey, did submit some stories. And you told me that we got some doozies. So we did. Jace manages most of our social media. If you guys didn't know, you can probably tell because... It's all Jace. What? Um, and Jay, no, just like <laughs> it's it's all you, and you do a great job of it. But like, it's you know, it's like written from your perspective. I try to keep it very fair. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. But that's one of the things I love is that um, you get to see the submissions, mm-hmm. and then I get to react on them because yes. I scream very loudly, <laughs> and it's a fun time for all. And also. As I mentioned earlier, I do have a big glass of wine. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like this is going to be a fun time. So, I mean, hopefully a fun time. You did say that yes. there was maybe some that were a little bit sad. So who knows? Maybe I will cry on air. Episode nine, the one where Re cries. <laughs> I do have some uh, lighthearted ones. And then there's a couple that okay. are... Uh, stories that could have come from either of us. I'll put it that way. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, that's how you know they're bad. Our listeners that's are fucked. No. Like, ooh. And that's why we love them. That's and that's it. why I I love doing this podcast and I love our listeners so much. And I love 
getting messages from people saying, yes. hey, um, I listened to your pod. I got a message the other day from a dude that I went to primary school with. Really? Saying, hey, I started listening to your podcast. <gasps> and I was like driving around. And I was like laughing my head off. And I'm like, that is so sweet. So thank you, Kenny, if you're listening. Hi, Kenny. That made my day. Thank you so much. But I love hearing that. And I love when we get submissions. Yes. Like we love at the end of the day, we are we are a small operation, at least right now. You know, who knows? In the future, people could be going back and binging our old episodes. And we oh, God. <sighs> I highly doubt it, but, you know, like, it could happen. Um, and people could be listening back and be like, why are they so specific? Like, why are they talking to their Twitter followers specifically? And it's like, because we didn't have anyone else. But anyway, I love hearing from everyone. I love hearing that, you know, what we're doing, it can brighten some people's days you know even if they're like people that I already knew or were friends with or whatever it's really nice and I really enjoy it and I absolutely fucking love when people send us deranged shit to talk about that is (laughs) so my favorite thing we did say that we wanted people to out fuck up (laughs) us up please (laughs) yes and that's hard because I have some goddamn stories but Jace Jace keeper of the inbox yes let's get started because I want to hear some of this shit please please out fuck up me (laughs) please out fuck up me having sex with your cousin please okay I had just forgotten about that again thank you so much (laughs) for bringing that up inbox let's go (laughs) (sighs) the first submission that I'm going to read is from a friend of the pod Josie who is one half of a hill to die on pod. Oh, Josie. Oh, very, very good podcast. I bloody love that podcast. That It's really good. So Everyone great. should go and listen to it. Josie and Kara are just incredible. I love them. I have crushes on both of them. <laughs> so uh, both of them, please marry me. Uh, but in any case, it's always lovely to hear from other pod friends. So I'm very keen for this. This is the first time we can say, I know you're listening and it actually is being true. Oh my God. Yes. I love that. I love that. This I is really... a big step for us. <laughs> Josie and Kara, I'm so sorry that I'm sitting here with a big glass of wine. I, It's obvious that I have a big glass of wine right now. I'm sorry. It's just how I deal with holidays. Like I said, holidays are extremely fucking stressful for me. I'm not even with my family right now and I am like on the verge of having a panic attack. So... Self-medicating. That's what we do here with our So Josie says... (laughs) Go on. (laughs) Thank you for shutting me up. Go on. Go on. Um, Josie says, it was the week leading up to Easter and my mum bought the Easter eggs and put them in the cupboard. Mm -hmm. We were broke AF, but she always spent well on good Easter chocolate. Anyway, I was two to three and she realised that she hadn't heard from me in a little while. She looked everywhere for me and eventually opened up the built-in cupboard to find chunky, oh my God. chunky two-year-old with brown all over her face and ah! hands. <laughs> I found the chocolate, I said. Anyway, <laughs> mum, mum went and bought more, but she didn't count on me being a little sticky beak. She realised only when I came out in nothing but a nappy with brown all over my face and hands, hands up in the air, and cried, I did it again. Wait, twice? <laughs> oh my God. Baby mastermind. That's incredible. Honestly, I 
feel like the movie oh Boss Baby God. was probably based on Josie. <laughs> and I think Josie is owed some royalties. Okay, okay. No, no, no. Baby genius. Baby genius. That's literally what that about. That, that, that's literally what I was about to say. <laughs> Do you remember Baby Geniuses? That movie yes. was fucked up. Okay, that movie oh my God. was so fucked up. Go back and watch Baby Geniuses if you haven't watched it. Or if you have watched it, but it was a very long time ago. I'm saying this to everyone, not just you. Get over yourself. Hey. Um, All right. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Go back and watch that movie. Okay. The CGI that they do on the toddlers is <laughs> so disturbing. I cannot deal with it. But when I was a child, I fucking adored that movie. I think it was mostly because Christopher Lloyd and Kathleen Turner were in it. And they mm-hmm. are just two of the funniest humans ever. But my God. If you go back and look at that movie from a 2020s perspective, holy shit, it is fucked <laughs> up. Baby genius has walked so Boss Baby could run. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, totally. Totally. Oh, my God. I like to imagine them getting the babies to talk by doing what they do to dogs in and horses in movies, like put a little peanut butter at the top of their mouth, <laughs> just spoon feeding the Wait, babies what? peanut butter <laughs> so that they what? move their mouths. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, what? Is that what they do? Yeah, that's how they make animals talk. Is that talk. what they do? <gasps> yeah. What? Because the, their mouths, because oh they God. get the, the peanut butter stuck to the roof of their mouth and then they move their tongues and mouths trying to get it off and that's how it makes it look like they're talking. Oh, my God. Holy and that's shit. what I like to imagine they do to babies. Oh, my God. <laughs> We're just going to treat babies like horses, you know, <laughs> just, just little baby. Oh my God. Little baby horses. That's Josie's that. story. That's Josie. Which I well, love. All right. Okay. Well, Josie, please watch Baby Geniuses. It was made about you. <laughs> <laughs> Not only did Josie do it once, her mother repurchased all the expensive chocolate and then Josie did it again. <laughs> I'm so impressed i love this this is incredible i love picturing her walking out and just not getting caught this time just straight away (laughs) arms up in the air i did it again mom i did it again (laughs) just the robber walking out of the (laughs) bank with the arms up in the air hands behind your head interlock your fingers just like turning themselves into the fuzz when I was a kid, Wendy would do the same thing, actually. Um, like, Wendy would set up a big Easter egg hunt all mm-hmm. throughout the house. And you've been to my childhood home. Yes. It wasn't particularly big. No, it wasn't. It wasn't a big house. She somehow would make it, like, really, like, she would make these little trails of, like, mini eggs all out all throughout the house, leading to, like, a big treasure trove of, like, a big egg. Um, and when I got a bit older, it would be, like, um an egg and like also a present because Mm. once I got to a certain age I was like I chocolate's boring get me actual shit um (laughs) so it like she would get me I'd be like fuck off (laughs) I'm so lucky to have this woman as my mother like I will Mm -hmm. preach it from the fucking rooftops every day like she's incredible but um, I don't know how she put up with me and Shane because we were just the most annoying, bossy little kids. We're like, oh, we don't like this chocolate. It's cheap. Uh, get the Cadbury stuff. Uh. Um, and she would fucking put all of this effort into these Easter egg hunts. She would like write out clues and like make little boxes and shit. And it was just the most wow. fun thing. And 
I am entering the last year of my 20s. I feel old as hell and I'm never having children because unfortunately, physically, I'm not able to. I have, I don't know if I've mm-hmm. mentioned that before. I can't have kids. That's a thing. Um, Re can't have kids, but they will fuck your cousin. <laughs> forklift driver and I have a hot girlfriend and yes she bought me this shirt I'm gonna make you a shirt that's in that style and it's gonna be like I can't have kids but I will fuck your cousin I mean it's not wrong (laughs) I'll fuck someone's cousin I'll do it um (laughs) you've done it before and you'll do it again I've done it before I'll do it again oh I'm dying how fucking dare you uh, I'm just trying to talk about how I miss my mother and you're just bringing this back to how I fucked your cousin. I'm sorry. Like, can you Listen, let go of the Listen, it's about to get past? heavy. Can you let go of the past, all right? Can you let go of my cousin? <laughs> I did 10 years ago. It's about to get heavy and okay. I want to make it as, as lighthearted right. as I can. Okay. All right, then. All right. <clears throat> you, you can't have kids. Continue. Yes, I can't have kids. Um, so I'll never get to do that. Um, so my whole thing is like I, I used to work in childcare. I like taking care of other people's kids. And I really hope that one day, like, I get to be the cool um, auntie slash uncle slash. Is there a gender neutral term for that? Whatever. And I want to do that because I love doing shit like that and I love that I got to do that as a kid so basically what I'm saying is Jace I'm gonna move up to Queensland I'm Mm -hmm. gonna move into your house and I'm just gonna do it I'm just gonna take care of your children do it I'm just gonna do it it's happening please coming up right now (laughs) please you heard it here first it's everyone's heard this and I'm not gonna edit this out I'm just gonna come up and be your kid's third parent it's happening. Thank now. you. And we're going to set up the best Easter's and Christmases ever. It's going to be great <laughs> because I have fuck all to do because I can't really hang out with my family anymore and I'm sad. Well, I'm going to find you a really good job up here so you can actually move here. <laughs> Hell fucking yeah. I mean, look, I, technically I could do the job that I'm doing from Queensland. Like, I'm just saying. So what are you fucking waiting for? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. But. I believe you had more submissions and I Yes I Thank you finish, Josie. I wanna finish this glass of wine um because I am losing my mind right now at everything <laughs> that you have you've exposed me on this podcast <laughs> for being a cousin you exposed fucker. Yourself. <laughs> you ex you I I had forgotten. You exposed yourself twice. I only exposed myself because I thought you remembered. <laughs> You should know by now I remember absolutely nothing, including huge things that are in my life. You should know by now I remember nothing except huge things that I have done because (laughs) I am selfish. I'm also selfish, but I don't remember anything. All right. I mean, that's fair. Please continue. Please. I need someone to be worse than me for the love of God. Please. Well, wishes do come true. Um, I have a submission here and you might want to have a little bit more of that wine to get through this one because it's fucking horrific oh uh i don't think i need to give any warnings 
So I don't think it needs any sort of content warnings. So I'm going to read out the story exactly as this person wrote it. I'm going to keep them anonymous. They haven't asked to be anonymous, but I'm going mm-hmm. to keep them anonymous anyway. If there's someone that I know, you can tell me who they are later. Uh, you don't know them. Oh, okay. Yep, they can stay anonymous then. Because <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I do care. I'm sorry. That was horrible. But you know yes, what I mean. Yes, I know it's what like, you well, mean. There's not, there's not any point in me knowing who they are exactly. if I don't already know who they exactly. are. But yes, continue, please. So this is exactly how this person sent it to me. Okay. I need Let's to preface this story with the fact that some of this may be skewed due to parental input. I feel that oftentimes when people have a traumatic childhood, there's parental manipulation that makes kids believe one truth that may be slightly altered to what reality is, which I completely agree with. Like, oh that's so wise. That is so... You have, you have your mum... I have my dad. Yeah. Yes. We get it. 100%. Go on. Either way, I have strong memories of this Christmas day and the event actually happening. It's more around the context in which it occurred. So I grew up in a low income single parent family. My dad had full custody of us due to abusive tendencies with my mother. We slash my father had a history of receiving death threats, picture bricks through windows with notes inside the holes and would move around every few months to try and avoid being found. He often spoke about it being my mother's fault or that her men were following us. I later realised that he was referring to her partner and his association with the bikey gang. We often really struggled to make ends meet each week and Christmas was always a very low-key event for us. We never got lots of presents or good quality presents either. It was always toys from the $2 shop. It was always knock-off, home-brand versions of everything. This particular Christmas, we only got maybe three or four gifts each, and our day was spent at a Salvation Army lunch that was provided for low-income families. When we got home... The front door had been kicked in. It was literally in pieces. Oh, God. And as we walked through the door, we could see that the whole townhouse had been entirely trashed. Couches had slashes all through them and turned inside out and upside down. Dishes and windows had been smashed. And as we moved upstairs, you could see that they punched holes in walls, had ripped down and smashed photos off the walls. Literally nothing was untouched. Heartbreakingly for a seven-year-old, all of my new Christmas toys were either broken, damaged, ripped apart, or something had happened to them. My bunk beds that I shared with my sister were on their side and mattresses thrown around the tiny room. It was a very overwhelming sight to see my bedroom safe space in such disarray. I guess this was the last straw for my dad. He told us all to pack a bag of clothes. Just clothes, no toys, no photos, just clothes. And we left in the middle of the night that night. I remember using multiple modes of transport to make our way from the townhouse in Campbelltown, New South Wales, to our new home in a caravan park in Ormo, Queensland. I don't know if the state lines are what stopped everything or if they literally couldn't find us because the transportation trail was so convoluted. But that seems to be the last incident we experienced. Holy shit. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Holy fuck. Um yeah. to this person, I am so bloody sorry that you had to go through this. I'm so so fucking sorry. Um you are incredibly strong and I really hope that you're doing a lot better today. I'm sure you are. I'm sure you are. And I can I can give a little uh brief update like a, a very yeah. um a non-identifying update. Mm. This person now has a gorgeous family, um, is married to a beautiful partner, has children, and honestly creates the most amazing Christmas displays Aww. that I have ever seen, like in their house, and like decorates beautifully so that's, and just... That's lovely. 
that's so nice that they've they've been able to grow from that experience and like love yeah Christmas when you go yeah. through something like that you can go I think I've said this hey. several times you can go mm-hmm. one of two ways when you're faced with trauma you can go uh, and repeat a cycle or you can break it mm-hmm. and this person has yeah. absolutely broken Aww. that cycle and I that's very sweet I'm so 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 happy that they have and I'm also um very appreciative that they uh trusted us enough to share us share this with us and allow us to talk about it thank you I really appreciate that um I really appreciate that you've trusted us with that because that's a very intense experience um Mm -hmm. yeah wow uh I want to send this person a pizza at some point so like let me know their (laughs) details um holy shit like I very much identify with some of this childhood bullshit of like needing to pack your shit up and go. Um, Mm. My relationship, I've mentioned a few times, my relationship with my father has not always been the best. Uh, There's been a couple of times when I was a kid uh, when I needed to get the fuck out um Mm. there was an occasion when I was a child and my father took my brother and I to a party that was of a friend of his partner at the time so this woman was identified as my stepmother at the time in my life uh and things got out of hand uh and my dad ended up getting picked up by the cops and I I, at maybe, you know, like 11 or 12 years old, have to stand there in front of the police and say to them, hey, I don't feel safe with my father. And I got left at this stranger's house overnight with my brother. Mm. And it was a fucked experience. Um, I know it's not exactly the same as what this person went through, but whenever I hear about, like, experiences like that like childhood experiences like that that's what my brain always immediately goes back to is that night of (laughs) needing to like basically say to cops like hey i'm scared of my dad cool um yeah i think we're gonna need warnings on this episode like maybe some broad ones but like yeah. yeah um it's really good to see when people go through that when they're young and they grow out of it and they become powerful strong people not that I'm saying you have to no it's hard to do that it's very hard to do that and not everyone can do that and you know I still love and support people that can't do that Mm. but I when I see people that have done that it gives me hope for myself Mm -hmm. and it gives me hope for other people that I know that have been in those kinds of situations that they can one day grow past that and have families of their own and have good experiences with their own families, regardless of the family environment that they grew up in themselves. So that's something that gives me a lot of hope. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's sad. I'm so fucking yeah. sad now. I feel it really is. bad. <laughs> oh my God. I told you we got some really, I mean, we are going to be a fuck. downer episode. I need to like come up with some funny shit to say, uh, uh, we'll try and bring it around in the end because the next submission is also, um, <laughs> yeah, not uh, jovial. 
I'm sure we can bring it around the end. We'll say something about like fucking the mummy's dick or something. You know, <laughs> we can always find a way to make some oh, shit. We funny. will. We will. We'll just sandwich <laughs> all of the traums in between two slices of hilarious uh, joke bread. <laughs> I love joke bread. I can't. I can't. <laughs> delicious. I can't have sandwich. white bread because like that much starch fucks with my stomach. But joke bread, I'm all about it. Let's fucking do it, baby. <laughs> all right. The next Let's submission. Go. All right. Bring it on. Is also uh, maybe kind of sad and uh, make me cry <laughs> make me cry we'll try uh this all this right, person cool. has asked to be anonymous okay so we're all we will always respect your anonymity if you have something that you want to share and you don't want us to say your name 100 percent, we will keep you anonymous and take out any identifying uh things with the story and stuff to make definitely sure definitely we very much respect that i'm on board with that yep Yep, all the way. So tell me this anonymous person's fucked up story, please. Hello, I am here with my most fucked holiday story that I can remember. One Christmas, probably 2012. It was so fucking hot in Melbourne that I slept with the window open and no covers on. Naked, obviously. Door shut, etc. Woke up in the morning and my bedroom door was wide open, but my stocking was outside in the lounge room, so I knew it wasn't my parents. And I knew it wasn't my brother because he'd been fast asleep before me and wasn't a night waker upper. I went downstairs and realized that the back door and fly screen weren't shut properly, but I knew I'd shut them properly the night before after the dog went out for her last wee of the night and she didn't go until I let her out again that morning. Then I found our back gate open and started to truly freak out. Fuck. (laughs) Yeah. I would be shitting myself. Like I would already be running. I'd be running at this point. I'd be running the fuck yeah, away. I let my imagination run away from me at the best of times, but this is like... Holy shit. Oof. All right, go on. Uh, I couldn't bring myself to tell anyone because my disabled brother was having a massive meltdown. Christmas Day is hard, I get it. And so I didn't want to stress my family out even more than we were already about to get... Uh, than we already were about Christmas Day in general. I'm not wearing my glasses, so I'm having a lot of trouble reading. Uh, so forgive me for stumbling over my words. Uh, that's okay i am wearing my glasses but i've also had several glasses of wine so you know, we're about even hey, glasses, um, glasses. go on so anyway back to the horrific story yeah. I, spent, <laughs> I spent all day freaking out that some stranger had broken into our house and watched me sleeping naked but didn't tell anyone because everything was so oh, stressful God. anyway yeah I feel that as a trauma baby is you don't want to make a, make a um you don't want to make a scene. Yes. Yes. Always. Yes. Holy shit. Yes. Yes. Go on. Eventually, I figured out it was my stupid emotionally abusive boyfriend who didn't want to actually spend time with me around the holidays, just sneak into my house and watch me while I was sleeping. What? Yeah. What? Honestly, thank God I didn't tell my parents. It would have been mayhem. Who is this man? I will kill this man. <laughs> Anon, my my beautiful anonymous friend, tell me who this man is. I will kill him. Uh, if you remember, yeah, I was gonna say a couple of episodes ago. As a podcast, we have a the gun. podcast gun. <laughs> I'm gonna come after this man because what the fuck? Fuck mm-hmm. that. Fuck that. I I've had emotionally abusive boyfriends. Uh, my teenage years were a fucking minefield, and honestly, my my twenties as well, but especially my teenage yeah. years, and that is some fucked up shit. Mm-hmm. I will 
find this man and I will make sure that he swallows every single one of his teeth. What the fuck? I know. That's fucked. That's so fucked. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, I don't even know what to say. (laughs) That's the worst. Holy shit. Apart from everyone, give us a list of all the people that have ever fucked you over and we'll work through it. Like, um... Oh, we'll do it. We have guns. Yeah. Well, we have one. The communal podcast gun. We have a gun. We have the communal podcast gun. We have the gun. You just have to uh, lease it out. Look, I have a lot of rage. Yes. And I just, I want to punch men. So it all <laughs> works out. I should probably go with some lighthearted ones. I don't even know if I actually got any more lighthearted ones. Um, I was almost certain we did. You know what? I think we did, but I can't fucking find them because I'm not an organized person. And I was like, every time I get a submission, I'm going to put it into my notes and I'm going to make sure everything I'll do. I'll tell one of mine, maybe. Please, if you have a good one. My apologies to those that I didn't read out. It's not that you weren't good enough. It's just that I am a complete mental case scatterbrain and did not group them all together like a normal person would. And uh, I've lost a lot of them. So (laughs) if you sent one in. This is why I need access to the inbox. I'm trying. So I can read them as well. No, it's okay. It's okay. We'll figure it out eventually. I'm going to have to email. It's like Twitter and be like, let re in. Exactly. I hate social media. It's so fucking complicated, especially when you have an account that needs access by more than one person. Oh, two-factor authentication. Yeah, mm. but there's more than one phone involved. Exactly. Fuck. So I'm trying we'll to email Twitter and try and get everything In the out. meantime, yeah. In the meantime, Jace handles everything, which is why... So you can blame everything like, on me. Yeah. I'll take the blame. Yeah. So like Jace handles the Twitter, the Instagram. Um, Jace does the great photoshops of... <laughs> putting our faces into <laughs> random bullshit which i love um and i want to say i do that because re has a full-time job and i do not so i have yeah. a lot of time to do that stuff i i wish i could help out more and i try to help out as much as i can jason i speak you know several times a week just being like hey here's some little bits and pieces for topics we could talk about but when it comes to the actual like mm-hmm. nitty-gritty of doing the podcast it is mostly jace because I have a dumb job that I need to keep up with, unfortunately. <laughs> um, so, so if you get a reply from the social media, it is yeah. If you get a me, reply, but it's I Jace. always run it past Re as well. Yeah, yeah. We have a system. So it's it works. Yes, it's a good system. But you do a great job, and I really appreciate it. Thank and you. And I feel like I've interrupted you again for the millionth time that's fine over these past nine weeks so I believe you were about to say something so go on Uh, I was just gonna say I apologize if I didn't get to your story I'm a scatterbrain and just give me a little nudge wherever you sent the little story from and that'll bring it back to the top of my attention and I promise I will forward it to (laughs) Ree so that we've got another person (laughs) that knows about it (laughs) that it exists I, <clears throat> hell yeah! I have some stories as well that I might, uh, Ooh. that I might tell. I oh my god, yes please. I have an Easter story because this episode. I don't think we haven't mentioned why we're doing an Easter special. It's because it comes out on Good Monday. Wait, 
Easter this Monday. It's coming out on Easter Monday. Monday. It's coming out on we're recording it. We're recording it the yes. Thursday before the long weekend and this will come out on Easter Monday. Yes. And I am going to spend most of the long weekend. I have uh, a friend's birthday to go to and I will also just kind of be having the place to myself. So it's going to be a little bit of a wild weekend for me. <laughs> um I don't get those very often because once again, uh full-time job I don't get to party much. So this is going to be a big party weekend for me for the first time in a while. I'm very much looking forward Hell to that. Yeah. Um, so we're doing this little recording on the Thursday, talking about holidays, and then I'm going to have an actual nice little holiday long weekend for myself. That's good. And you're going to get to have a nice little long weekend with the kids. I'm going to have a nice little long weekend editing the podcast. <laughs> Yay. Well, I mean, you get extra time to do it. Yeah. <laughs> Not really. Not really. <laughs> no. <laughs> I say that. I say that. But yes, you did have another story for us. Yes. So because it's an Easter slash uh, occasion special, I will tell you a couple of stories. The first one is an Easter story. The first year of my parents' divorce, my dad had sent my brother a huge basket full of Easter chocolate, like a massive gift hamper, a uh, Probably like the size of maybe like a cat litter tray size, Ew. which is a weird comparison, but it's like, I just got a cat. So it's like <laughs> the only comparison I can think of at the moment. Ew. Huge basket with uh, chocolate bunnies, big Easter eggs, and it was all wrapped up with cellophane and a little bow. And it was sitting next to the TV. And I was like, oh, because I got home from work and I was like, who's, who's that for? And my mom was like, oh, that's your brother's. I said, oh well, who'd he get it from? And she said, oh, your father, your father gave it to him for Easter. And I was just like, oh, okay. And then she goes, he didn't get you anything. Hmm. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> and she's like, and then she was like, don't you think it's, you know, a little bit rude that he didn't get you anything? And I was like, well, I'm vegan. I don't eat chocolate so why would he give me anything like yeah. I don't need anything this was a long this was back before there were readily available dairy-free chocolates oh yeah like, you know, oh yeah supermarket don't worry I remember Easter. the first time you went vegan don't worry I remember that <laughs> I was just like well I don't eat chocolate so there's not really any point and she was like well my boyfriend gave you a JB Hi-Fi gift card because you don't eat chocolate I was like, okay. <laughs> and she was like, I just think it's a little bit, uh, you know, a little bit rude and a little bit messed up to be playing favorites like that for him to give you, give your brother a massive chocolate gift basket and give you nothing. And I was just like, all right. And that kind of, um, cause I didn't think at, th at the start that that's what was happening. Like I didn't think that it was rude. I just thought it was like common sense I didn't eat chocolate so yeah. why would I expect a chocolate basket let alone anything like yeah, totally. and it's Easter you don't expect like I mean you exactly. did because as you said we're a spoiled yeah. brat and you were like I want presents but <laughs> generally <laughs> I, was, I was a spoiled brat I I wasn't spoiled I was showered with affection I from from one parent from a single parent yes um well. So, you know, as you can tell from this story, yeah. I was showered with Easter affection by zero parents. <laughs> but <laughs> we're not here to lessen anyone's trauma, Jace. But yes, go on. So I wasn't expecting anything. And then I let it go. 
uh, because it didn't really stick in my mind, I guess. But then um, once I became more chummy with my dad, because Gabby had told me a lot of uh, things about him that turned out to be untrue. Lies. To try and... A lot of lies. Yes. 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 To put it bluntly. A lot of lies. And she... She wanted, me, she wanted to get me on her side for the divorce and it worked a lot. Oh, I remember. Yeah. But then eventually as we, yeah, <laughs> with uh, manipulative and uh, emotionally abusive people, they can't keep that up mm-hmm. forever. Eventually the cracks start to show, the mask starts to slip. And I started to see her for who she was and realized that her behavior was not normal. So I drifted from her and I ended up getting back in contact with my dad again. Mm-hmm. And I ended up bringing that up to him being like, do you remember the year that you got Adrian that massive Easter basket and you didn't get me anything? And he was like, no. I was like, oh, well, mum said that you, that that massive Easter basket was for Adrian was from you. And yeah. And, and he was like, well, you know I don't give Easter presents. Holy and he doesn't. He's never shit. given an Easter thing in his oh life. Oh, my God. Wait, and wait. Just like, so your mum did that to make you feel bad? Yeah. She got your brother. Oh, my Allegedly. God. <laughs> don't sue me. Allegedly. Sue me all you fucking want, Gab. What the fuck? What the fuck was that? <laughs> oh, my God. So some body got my brother a massive Easter basket and didn't get me anything and then Gabby told me that my dad got it for him and he didn't get me anything because uh he didn't love me as much as my he loved my brother um and she would always tell me that she would be like he can't control you this episode is so sad (laughs) I it is it is we're all having a shitty time except Josie in the chocolate cupboard (laughs) Josie in the chocolate cupboard Josie Can in someone the please cupboard. Photoshop that the cover of Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, but make it Josie in the Chocolate Cupboard? You say someone, you're It'll gonna be me. do. It. It'll oh, be I'm, you. It's gonna be the first thing I do when I when I stop it recording. It'll be the first thing you do. Uh, we had a shit time, didn't we? We really did, and yeah, like, we that did. makes me so sad. And I, you know, we're very lucky as adults to be surrounded by people that love us because we we're old enough to choose our people now you know found family yes is a cliche but it's a cliche that works and it's very much how my life has gone and I feel like it's the same thing for you and the same thing for a lot of neurodivergent people a lot of queer people a lot of trans people a lot of people in the same kind of boats that we're in we yep we all stick together and we all take care of each other because holy shit we need to. <laughs> we don't do it. Who else is going shit. to? I mean, certainly not Gab. She's going to buy chocolate baskets for other people. So. <laughs> yeah. So that's, uh, that was a lovely Easter. Uh, God, I'm so sorry. I'm so and then there sorry. Was the, uh, then there was the New Year's Eve where my brother went and spent it with his friends. And then my mum went out with her boyfriend and I was alone on the couch uh watching the fireworks by myself uh that kind of where stuff. was i where was i for uh, this i don't did know did we know each other where at this you? point we did oh my God. yeah <gasps> i think you had a thing with friends as well oh i might i think you had already had plans and then Shit. no one told me 
that that I was going to be alone and then I was just alone. <laughs> oh my god. Jesus, that's awful. I'm going to go back in time and beat myself up. <laughs> <laughs> I might try and bring the mood up a little bit. I don't know if this is funny or not. It might just be one of those situations where I'm like, "Oh my god, this is so funny." And then you're just like, "That's pretty fucked." But it's worth a shot. <laughs> exactly. You don't know unless you try. My baby shower with my first kid, I was 20. Yeah, you were like you were like 20, shower. 21. Like I was 21 when I had her. When yeah, when she popped out, popped <laughs> took 38 hours. Which sadly I was not there for. I was not allowed to be there for, even though I wanted to be Ray there. I was for not that. there to catch the baby, which is a very big failing on Ree's behalf. Look, I wasn't allowed. <laughs> I'm not family, apparently. I uh, fucked your cousin, but I'm not but- family, so you know. but I wasn't allowed to be there so my baby shower not allowed to be there it was Mm -hmm. no men allowed as generally traditionally is as baby showers are which you know I don't uh, let's not get into the gender politics but yeah go on uh you were there Mm -hmm. you were at my baby shower I was do you remember the surprise guest that I had at my baby shower no I don't because, again, this was a decade ago, and I... You'll remember it when, when you I tell, tell me. You. Oh, God, I'm scared. Go on. It wasn't a stripper. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if it was, I, it would have been me, if anyone. But exactly. go on. Exactly. No, who was the surprise guest? I allowed my mother to invite one of her friends just because it was pretty much all of my friends and a couple of family members coming to the baby shower. So I was like, mum, you're hosting it. I'll allow you to invite one of your friends around to be there as well. Yeah. Because I'm a nice fucking person. (laughs) Anyway. Too nice. (laughs) She chose uh, Beat Test Boy's mum, who she was very good friends with. Oh, my God. I was also... You remember? Beep test! (laughs) (laughs) So I still spoke to his mother on Facebook as well. Yeah. She was just a really nice person and we were sort of friends, still on good terms at that point. Mm -hmm. We dated again after we broke up the first time. Our parents knew about it. They really liked us being together. Yeah. And I thought, that's fine. She can come because I like her. She's nice. Uh, Everyone's there. She turns up, walks in the door and who walks in behind her? None other than Beat Test Boy. Oh my god! My ex-boyfriend turned up to oh my baby shower. My god! And the baby no! was not his baby. <laughs> I mean, I should fucking hope not. Well, we never... <laughs> so... Yeah. And I mean, so he... if you did it, if you did, it would have taken him ages. I mean, you'd be lying there for like three hours. Like, come on, mate. Come on. The kind of stamina that guy's got. Holy shit. Woo! Like, I mean, look, once it gets past a certain point, you're like, can you just, just, just please, please just come on. I'm so bored. And this, this hurts. Like, can you just be done with this already? God. <laughs> and then... <laughs> And I'm like, can you at least turn off the beep test CD? Because it's really putting me off. <laughs> He's just doing laps around the house. Level 12.1. Beep. <laughs> oh, my God. Fucking beep test. Holy so, shit. So yes. he came to my, oh my baby God. shower. Oh, my God. And 
it was so awkward because it was literally all of my female and non-binary but didn't know they were Me. non-binary friends. <laughs> And me. my aunties. Was, you, you could just say it was me. Well, yes. But I also don't know how many of those yeah. friends identify as whatever they identify now because I'm not in contact with a lot of them. But essentially. Fair because they all suck except me. <laughs> essentially, it was my friends who were not men and my family members who were not men and my ex-boyfriend. <laughs> It was so who awkward. Who just wanted to run. Yeah. Who just wanted to sprint. And I ended up sort <laughs> oh of, God. he went inside to like get a oh. drink or something and I ended up following him in and I was just like, looked at him and he looked at me and he was like, my mum told me that I was invited. Oh, no. <laughs> I was like, no. I was like no. you weren't. <laughs> oh, no. And he was like apologizing and I was apologizing and it was so freaking awkward. And oh my God. Turns out that our mothers had orchestrated this because they <gasps> really wanted us to be together. No, you were literally pregnant with someone else's kid. Yes. Oh my God. Deranged. Absolute once again, fucking insanity. Once again, if I ever see your mother again. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I am and, twice her size. She's going and, down. Oh, okay. There's there's more that I just remembered to the story. My <gasps> auntie, no. my auntie loves to make uh, home videos. So she of course no. was the, she no. was the whole baby shower. No. And Is she this ended available up somewhere that we can watch. I think I threw it out like a couple of months ago. I threw the Fuck. DVD out. I know I should have no, kept it, I but I was loved- like. Oh, no, mostly just because I wanted to look at myself at 18. I know. I really hot. You were. But I yeah. was like, thank you. I threw it out because I did not want the memories of this happening. Like, obviously. <laughs> and oh my so God. my auntie That's recorded insane. the whole thing. She made a DVD. She made a little cover for it. And she, uh, she came up no. to visit. And she said, oh, no, we went auntie, down no. there to visit. And she was like, oh, I made up the DVD of your baby shower. Let's watch it. I was, I was visiting my auntie no. with my mother and my now husband, who is the father oh. of that child. Oh. She put it on. Oh, no. And then no. he had to sit there and watch the whole DVD because he's a polite, nice person and have to see my ex-boyfriend there at my oh. baby show. <laughs> and I just spent the whole time looking at him going, I'm so sorry. I did not invite him. I'm so sorry. I did not know this was happening. Mothers, I swear to God, <laughs> what the fuck? That's some bullshit, and I am <sighs> so sorry. I, I I'm glad uh, that kind of brought the mood I'm up a so little bit. Sorry. <laughs> Can I please have the gun? I'm ready to go. Yeah, like it was. Thank you. Please give me the gun. Yeah, I'll send Holy it back to you. Shit, that's like express that post. Is the worst thing ever. I'm so sorry, Jace. We talk about this being a podcast for the unhinged by the yes. unhinged. Now do you see why we are so fucking unhinged? Because of the shit that we put up with from our parents. <laughs> what's, what the fuck? what's more unhinged than inviting the ex-boyfriend of your child's... Like, well, I, I just can't... I... Are you okay? Holy shit. What did they think? I'm, I think I'm having... A stroke. Please don't. What? Jesus. 
What? What? I, I just don't understand the what they thought was like, going to happen. The last, ten minutes of this podcast are going to be incredibly choppy because it's one, you choking and me just being like, what? 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 Over and over. Like, <sighs> I... What did what I'm did they shocked. think was gonna come was gonna come I... of that? That we would lock eyes across the living that you'd room, lock eyes across your pregnant just... belly, and just be like, "Hey, what's up?" <laughs> and he would just think I was glowing oh, so beautifully. Like, oh, oh, oh baby, I know that. <laughs> I know we haven't spoken, haven't spoken in months, in but so long I... you're pregnant with another man's child. But what's up? But I will hey. raise that baby. <laughs> I mean, look, it would have been a very athletic oh kid. God. Would have been taking him on sprints every day. <laughs> Fuck that. God. That is unhinged. I cannot <laughs> believe that that happened. Holy shit. I can't believe that I can't remember that. But also, I was probably drunk. Like, let's you be honest. Definitely. Well, everyone who wasn't me was drunk. I, I was definitely drunk then. I, yeah, I mean, I'm drunk right now. I'm, I'm drunk right now. I'm drunk most of the time. Like... I'm hydrated right now. I've had a, a lot of water. I'm really proud of you. I'm really Thank proud you. of you. I need to pee so bad. <laughs> you need to pee and we've been going for nearly an hour and a half at this point. So, God, we're good. Do we think that we've brought the mood up enough by bringing up the fact <laughs> yes. that fucking beep test returned? Yes. He returned. The return of beep test. The return of beep test. Fucking beep test boy. Oh, my God. If I ever see your mum or beep test boy, I'm just going to go the fuck off. I'm in Sydney. I know people are around. Like, I am the one down here defending your honour while you're up in Queensland. Thank you. Up. I'm down here. Thank you. I will fight the good fight. And by fight the good fight, I mean look at people weird. <laughs> I'll just stare at them the best I can. That's, thank you. I really appreciate that. <laughs> From like behind You're very poles welcome. and bushes. <laughs> I'm just sneaking around doing like parkour off park benches and shit to like commando roll behind a tree. And I'm just like staring out from behind with my like little binoculars. You've got a newspaper with eye holes cut out. <laughs> I'm wearing like a fedora and a trench coat and like Ray-Bans. <laughs> And I've, I've, like, got my phone up to my mouth, like. $1,400. i have got him on my six. Subject appears to be jogging through Sydney Park. Unsure if he is listening to the beep test as he is wearing headphones. <laughs> will update as I find out more information. And then I just click stop and then I, like, commando roll behind another tree. And I'm just following this man around as he is jogging. He's trying to get his exercise And then if in. he gets too far away from you, you can play the beep test sound and he'll, like, turn around and come back. <laughs> he'll, just, he'll just come back. He'll just come back. You know, it just attracts him. It's like a homing beacon. You know, you just play the beep test and this man will be like, huh, 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 huh. He just comes back. Like, like a dog. It's a dog whistle. Like a puppy. Like, oh, oh, oh. Where's the food? I'm coming back now. And he just comes back in my direction. I'm just standing there. I'm just sitting on a bench. You know, I've got a big newspaper in front of my face, <laughs> you know, and I'm just like looking over the top every so often. And then they yes. spot you and then they're like, do yes. I kind of vaguely know this person? <laughs> but they can't quite figure out where I they know you from. I myself with the newspaper again. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'd be a great spy. I'm not incons- I'm not inconspicuous oh, at mate. all with my bright purple hair. No way. <laughs> God. No fucking way. Well, you've got the hat. You can just so, put it all up in the hat. I have the hat. Just put all the hair up in the hat. I have a mission now. And you know what? This has just given me something to I've do given you a purpose in life. I have... I love to have a purpose in life because most of the time I'm just drifting around aimlessly drinking white wine and fucking people's cousins, you know, <laughs> like that's my life. I'm really glad I could give you a purpose. Thank you. You have given me a purpose. I really appreciate it. Jace, my friend, my love. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. I feel like this is going to be the most loaded one since we've started this. Um, Even though, <laughs> even though... I can't even say it. Yes, Re, even though you even... fucked my cousin, I still like you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I'm glad I didn't have to give any further details. Because um, <laughs> you don't want to know where it happened. No, I don't. It's bad. You don't. Actually, no, you don't. I do now. Not you. No, I, now I really oh, need to know. You... <laughs> the disabled bathrooms at Broadway Shopping Center. <gasps> <laughs> I've taken selfies in that bathroom. Yeah, well, I've had sex with your cousin in that bathroom. So. <laughs> Thank you. <clears throat> Thanks for that. <clears throat> anyway, you still like me. No take backsies. Until next so, week. Um, yeah, go on. Until next week. Ooh. Until that's the time to ask me again. <laughs> the last episode <laughs> of the podcast. <laughs> It's like, well, I've had a look. You didn't do anything and, uh, this actually, episode fuck to you. fucking make me not like you, but I've been reflecting <laughs> on the last episode. <laughs> Ray, yes, Jace. Even though I am a disorganized mess and I lost half of our submissions <laughs> and uh, I forgot to go through <laughs> them this afternoon when I knew that I had an extra hour before we recorded. <laughs> do you still like me? <laughs> I do still like you and we will get time to go through those again at some point. I feel yes. I am so sorry to everyone that listens to this episode. This one was truly chaotic. Um, <sighs> but that's just what holidays do. That's what being forced to spend time with family does. And that's what yes. being neurodivergent in top of all of that does. Yep. It's not a pleasant time. We're very stressed. We're not being yep. ourselves right now. We have so much to fucking <laughs> deal with. And I'm so thankful that I'm about to get a four-day weekend to just I think you can sleep. hear the chaos in our voice. Like just the <laughs> <laughs> I'm just sitting here I just like <laughs> this desperate lilt in my voice, like, oh my god, like everything's happening. Please, please don't judge me. But I mean, people are going to judge me anyway. People are going to judge the both of us anyway. But I feel like especially me this episode because I am a cousin fucker and I'm so sorry. You dirty cousin fucker. I've always thought that about you. I'm sorry I'm a dirty cousin fucker. Ree is just a dirty cousin fucker. (laughs) Anyway, please follow the podcast (laughs) at DYSLM pod on Instagram and Twitter. You can email us at DYSLMpod at (laughs) gmail.com. You can follow Jace at Jace Cordova on Twitter and on Instagram, I believe. And also it's Jace dot Cordova on t- Instagram because some other prick. Well, I'll kill them with the gun. You can follow me at Remansel on both Twitter and Instagram. Please follow me. 
Um, <laughs> I say some truly unhinged shit online, uh, especially when I'm having a bad it's day. Great. And if you follow both of us and the pod, you'll get the whole experience. <laughs> and the whole by the whole experience, I mean you will get the dumb selfies that I send in mm-hmm. mine and Jace's chat, which is basically just up my nostrils. Yeah. And you're very welcome. You're very. So it's a good place to that. be. <laughs> Just wedge myself up there into Rhea's nostrils like a little <laughs> mouse hibernating. Do mice hibernate? I think some do, do, right? I like don't. field mice and shit. I don't know. I don't. I don't know anything anymore. I What's don't happening? Know anything in this world anymore? What's happening? What's even happening? <laughs> this is what happens when there's holidays. I can't wait for our Christmas episode because that's oh, gonna be even fuck. more fucked up. We're gonna get to Christmas and we're just gonna be like, hey. Guess what? Uh, everything has gone to shit now. Yay. <laughs> all right. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Oh, we love thank you. Thank you. Love you all. Bye. Bye. <laughs>